Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Because we're of the earth, whether or not we're aware of it, many of us have a natural affinity for communicating with either plants, animals, or crystals. Today we're going to be discussing how to recognize which of these affinities we have, how to hone that ability, and how to use that natural propensity to help us to accelerate forward. So let's jump right in. Dennis? Plants, animals, and crystals. These are three things that a lot of folks have, you know, a lot of attachment to, things that they are very close to. And in your world, Karen, what kind of advice would you have for people that work with plants, animals, or crystals? Okay, that's a big question. So what I will say is that I'm going to redirect that question, if that's okay. And so what I'm going to say is that in order to propel oneself forward, the best way to work with plants, animals, and crystals is to understand that they're just simply tools. And at some point, as you ascend higher and higher, you no longer will need the tools. So they're helpful, and you can use them. And as you get to a certain point in your development, your ascension, your awakening, your remembering, whatever you want to call it, you really won't need them anymore. And you can still play with them, just like a favorite old toy that you used to have, but you don't need them in the same way. The reason that these things are useful is because they help to drop you into the collective present now, the current moment in time. And because they are, of course, one of the very powerful offshoots of the Mother Earth frequency that we've done another episode on. So what I would say is that's the primary thing. So irrespective of whether you're doing ceremony or um, you're just using it personally, either one of these things, just know that you don't really need them. It's really about your connection to pure source and the clarity of that connection and that governs everything. The other things are just tools. So I'm a little, you know, I'm a little confused because if I've used this in my practice, let's Mm -hmm. say that I'm a healer and I use crystals or plants or Mm -hmm. whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. is how am I going to transform my practice if you're saying that with time, eventually, as I evolve, Mm -hmm. I don't need these things? Yeah. Well, what kind of steps do I need to take to get to that place? Well, it's... The fastest way that I know of is through frequency work. So, right, because as you remove the distortion patterns, you just click clearer, brighter, more, more resonant. And as a result, then you're tapping into the greatest power of all. So once you're tapped into that most fully and to the and to even uh, greater and greater, um, let's call it uh, like more breadth, mm-hmm. right, then the other earthly physical things become much less uh, important. I'm not saying they're not powerful. They can be extremely powerful, but they become less important in contrast to the power of your source, is all I'm saying. So if you work with plants or animals or crystals, if you start to clear yourself and you become clearer, brighter, and remove all your and remove more and more of your distortions, then your work will become clearer, brighter, because it's a reflection of you. Mm -hmm. So you can still use them, 
but just as you, all I'm suggesting is that you recognize that they're simply a tool. It's really the work that you're doing, the healing that you're doing is really from your beingness. It's not about the tool itself. So that's what I would say about that. So let let me ask you, um, because a lot of folks do, Mm-hmm. Especially like crystals, work mm-hmm. with crystals, yeah. and like you say, they can be very powerful. Totally. I, I'm curious: is there could there be a, a dark side? Uh, you know, with crystals, do they take on energy, vibration, frequency well, of their own? Yeah. So what I would say is, with anything, there can be a dark and a light, because we are in the physical third dimensional world of where there are there is both darkness and light. So everything can have bo- it has both inherently. It's about the person who wields it. That's the thing that, where the darkness comes in. So it's not like a crystal in and of itself. I mean, let me back up. So a crystal can be programmed in a way that's negative, but you'd have to be, I mean, you could do it, but you can, you can do it. But it's, it's uh, this is getting a little murky. You can do it. It's harder than you think to do it. You can do it. So what I would say is it's important that what crystals pick up on is um, they carry memory. So they carry like the memory of the people around them. They can hold up the six programs of anybody putting intention into them. Yes, you could put something negative into them. Um, it's really important when you receive a crystal, if you um, receive one, that you do what you can to clear it. So there's a whole bunch of stuff on the internet about what you do to clear crystals, like put it in moonlight and sunlight and unicorn tears, whatever it is, you know, salt water, whatever. So none of that really actually helps that much. What clears a crystal and clears anything is from the, of the earth is the frequency of mother earth the clear frequency of Mother Earth. So the best way to do it, and we'll do this in the GFC following this, which is to amplify the frequency of Mother. So you just hold the thing, okay, so it's a crystal you put in your hand. And then as you're listening to this GFC, as I amplify the frequency of Mother Earth, you can amplify that frequency and send it through the crystal and that will clear the crystal. Okay, so that will clear it. Mm. If, and that's, that's particularly if it's just sort of picking up ambient things, right? Ambient feelings, distortions around it, whatever. If it's been programmed, if it's been programmed, only the person who's programmed it can remove the program. Okay? At that point, if things you've tried to clear it and it's still negative, just get rid of the thing at that point. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if you've tried to clear it, yeah. it's not clearing and weird stuff still happening around you, you just bury it somewhere. Release it. Yeah, just put it somewhere, go into the woods, bury it, yeah. whatever. Just put it away somewhere. So it's not impacting anyone else, just put it back into the earth and it will clear itself eventually. But that's what I would say about that. So there's a distinction there. One is about just picking up on things generally and one is about specific programming. See, so there's a difference in how you deal with the, the crystal. Um, I'm very, one of my abilities, this, like um, when I, especially when I was starting, crystals to me were the easiest thing for me to access. So I have a particular, my affinity, if you ask me of these three, would be crystals. And um, they really, um, at the beginning, were a good tool for me to amplify my own abilities and my abilities to access different realms. That was how I used them. And um, I don't need that anymore. But um, at the time when I was, this is many years ago, that's when I used them. I had a, and I could, um, f- uh, I could feel them. So it's almost like they were talking to me. 
And not they weren't like saying, hi, Karen, how are you? How was your day? I mean, it wasn't like that. But I mean, I just had a sense, a sense of them. You know, I, I knew which ones I wanted. And I actually, when I would go into a crystal shop, it would be overwhelming because it would be so much like a barrage of information almost. What I would also say about crystals is if they've been tumbled, you know how they're like polished, they're basically dead. Okay, so if you tumble oh, crystals, right? totally, I've ne yeah, I've never dead. heard that before. Dead. Huh. So don't buy tumbled crystals. They don't really do anything for you. Um, so that's what I will say about that. Um, with plants and animals, you know, there's some people who are very, very intuitive with animals. They're animal communicators. Um, animals are fantastic. Uh, I can work with animals too. It's not my the thing I focus on, but I can. And um, because it is a pure source, so for me, I just tap into the frequency of the thing. Animal communicators are great. And they're really, they can be really helpful for the owner to really understand what's going on with the animal. So it's really awesome for both people. A lot of people can, um, it's interesting, I've seen people who, they have affinity for animals, and like, you know, people who like, for example, they're dog walkers, and you just see them, and the dogs are totally calm around them, and they get around their owner, and they're totally like crazy, you're like, whoa, one person, another person, you know, it's just interesting. Yeah. It's like when they, that person establishes that pack dominance, then all of a sudden all the animals become very quiet and calm around them. So um, if that's your thing, then you can totally use um, animals in terms, not use them, but you know, um, you can be with them and it to help you um, in your whatever it is that you're doing or just make you feel better. You know, I mean, I'm not talking about doing healing work on other yeah. people, yeah. just be around them because it makes you feel good. And um, some people are here to help animals and animals are definitely here to help us to some degree. Um, so it can be a really beautiful thing. And for those of us who work with plants, man, plants are amazing. Um, they, uh, it's funny. So as my abilities got stronger and stronger, um, I would walk into a room and be like, oh my God, uh, I, I would all of a sudden realize that I was th thirsty. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute, it's not me. <laughs> the plants are like, water me. I'm like, oh, okay. So you can just pick up, because these things are all, and they've done all these experiments now where um, they've shown that plants have consciousness. They sing, that they can actually pull things towards them. They recognize people who take care of them. It's really fascinating. So anyway, they have more things around us have consciousness than we imagine. So plants can be extraordinarily helpful just in terms of um, developing uh, our sense of stillness and because they will all of these things will bring you into the collective present now bring you right into the now so you can use plants to help you feel that way some people just feel wonderful when they're around trees you know they just feel like oh thank god i'm around this tree i feel so much better now and um whatever it is so um, and again, like I said, some people are very uh, ceremonial, like they'll leave, for example, a lot of Native American tradition, they'll use sweetgrass or, or tobacco, tobacco or sage or whatever it is, or um, some people will use copal or whatever it is they use. And those are all ceremonial things. But And what I'll say is a lot of the um, medicine people who use this know that these are tools. It's like paying respect to something. You know, It's like you're honoring the natural world, you're honoring the earth, you're giving something sacred. Mm. And it's about your connection to pure source ultimately, and the earth. So um, whether it's animals or plants or crystals, whatever it is, you know, um, it's, it's certainly okay to have that relationship. The, the, yeah. the bottom line, though, is where you started in saying, though, as you as an individual evolved, yeah. mm -hmm. um, you're, you're not going to be in a position where you have to have that favorite right. crystal or yeah. you have to work with that plant. Or, you don't need it. You know, your your dog has to be in the room in order to do this healing. Yeah. So, or whatever that might be. Yeah. So, 
So that that's the key to success is that sense of who we truly are yeah. and our connection to divine. Yeah, and what I would say is really fun about animals is, for example, I have a client and she loves animals. And every time I have a session with her, all her animals come, ru come running and sit right next to her. They love the They energy. love it. They, they love, love it. They'll yeah. sit like they'll sit on top of her. They're like trying to get in the front. <laughs> it's really cute. So they just, you know, come right in. So animals totally know. They're very sensitive. They're super sensitive. Yeah. And a lot of animals are helper beings. Yeah. So a lot of times what happens with the animals is I'll just mention this briefly for all of you animal lovers is that they often the helper ones will transmute take on your energy like your negative distortion patterns and they'll tr process it and then at some point if your distortion patterns go unchecked for long enough they get kind of bogged down they can't process anymore it's like too much input they're like i can't process your stuff anymore right they just can't do it and they start to get sick and they start to symptomize so just know that yeah. sometimes your animals getting sick over and over is an indication that um, there's things that you need to clear because they're telling you like you need to clear these things I can't keep helping you with this but animals are wonderful because they will yeah. help you um, they can help you uh, drop into that space yeah is there anything else Karen plants animals crystals anything else uh, no not that I can think of it's a wrap okay thank you thank you Karen could you help me I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group and each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own because i'm working on the frequency level these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration on speaking the language of crystals, plants, and animals. Bringing your attention please to your solar plexus between your belly button in the base of your sternum. And as you bring your attention to this space, we're going to take a single breath together, inhaling, holding your breath in for a count of four. And then whenever you are ready and have completed your four count, releasing your breath and holding it out for a count of four. Mm -hmm. And when you have completed that breath, you're going to bring your attention between your belly button and your heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line. Breathing normally here. 
And as we wait for the mastermind to circle up and gel, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level and that I'll be making noises on my end. So you'll hear me exhale sharply, hum, yawn, and more and more. I'm working in silence as I access higher and higher frequencies. So if you don't hear anything on my end, I'm still working on you. Good, and as another note, if something I say resonates with you, it's likely yours. And if I say something that you really resist, it's likely yours. So I invite you to be open and to explore it. Bring your attention now, please, to just your solar plexus between your belly button and your sternum. Now that the mastermind has gelled, let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of a brilliance deep at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, please imagine, sense, or feel a brilliance at its very center. Now, brilliance does not necessarily mean light. It can also be a blackness that shimmers, a warmth, or a tingliness, or whatever shows up for you is perfect. So as this brilliance intensifies, because you have your awareness on it, It expands outwards through all of your cells through all of your organs out through your bones radiating out through your flesh and through the pores of your skin into the space between your 
spirit body, your, excuse me, your physical body, and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Good. And the intensity of the brilliance within the sphere becomes so great that the sphere begins to shake from side to side or to oscillate. bringing your awareness to the space all around the sphere. you have your attention on this space. I'm working at source level to increase your frequency vibration. Increasing your capacity for higher levels of pure source frequency. Very good. Bring your attention now, please, to the space between your belly button and your heart space. So in order to have an increased ability to perceive or communicate with plants, animals, or crystals, or all three, requires for us to be more in a state of pure presence, which means at a vibrational level, 
where we are absent of thought, emotion, and we're just being. Because that's the state those things are in. Right? So, that may be easy to say. It's harder to experience because it is a certain vibrational level that must be achieved. So first, out of this space, we're going to clear the resistance to the lack of thought and emotion. We're very attached to those two things. They make us feel safe. They make us feel like us. They make the world around us understandable. At least that's what we think. So let's remove this. So at least you have more ease in terms of being able to move into a higher level order. Now again, you don't have to if you don't want to. This will just make it easier if you choose to. And you have to ask yourself, how well have those thoughts and emotions served you so far, at least at the level that they're currently at? As we release our distortion patterns, the quality and resonance of our thoughts and feelings rise and eventually they dissipate, perhaps not completely, but to a large degree. And we're not as attached to them. So it's helping you with this. Yep. Very good. Bring your attention now, please, to your xiphoid process. Your xiphoid process is at the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. Your xiphoid process 
is right at the base of your sternum. So if you take your finger and trace along the bone of the sternum, you'll eventually end up at a fleshy point, which is a bit tender if you press on it. That is your xiphoid process. So bring your attention to your xiphoid process and the midpoint of your solar plexus. Okay, so your solar plexus is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. So the midpoint, wherever that is for you, in the solar plexus, and also the xiphoid process separately. I do realize they're rather close together, but you are going to bring your attention to them separately. And it's, if it's helpful for you to put a finger in each spot, go ahead and do that. And if it's not helpful, then don't do it. Uh-huh. So, here, for many of you listening to this, you want to be able to connect to these things because it's harder for you to deal with humans. Okay? So we're going to take away the distortion of the um, discomfort with other humans and the yearning to attach to something else or relate to something else so that we feel more worthy. There's a lot of low self-worth, non-deserving. Okay, so we want to connect to these other things so that we feel valuable and special. It's very human. There's nothing wrong with it, but let's remove this so that if you do continue to want to connect to these things, it's from a more neutral space, which will allow you to connect even further. Okay. There's a smaller subgroup of you that wants to have special abilities because, again, it will make you feel more special. So helping you to release this yearning so you can be more neutral. Special abilities don't make you better. Some people are really good at fixing bicycles. Some people are really good at plumbing, others at computers, others at running fast. There's no better, it's just different. Okay, so removing this so we can be more in a neutral space, which ironically will allow you to access or communicate better with all three of these things because they are in a neutral space. So working on all of this at the same time, keeping your attention on the xiphoid process and the midpoint of the solar plexus.
Good. Bring your attention now, please, to your floating ribs. So these are the ribs underneath your rib cage. Okay, that you press on them, they're a bit squishy. Right? They're not solid, as solid as your other ribs, which are attached together. Okay, see so they're the very base of your rib cage. Just bring your attention to either side of your floating ribs. Or rather, to your left and your right floating ribs. So what I'm going to do here is pull us all firmly into the present moment. And if I can, into the eternal now. There's a lot of different levels in this group. So as much as I can, pulling you into the present and from there into the eternal now. Okay, The present is in linear time. The eternal now runs underneath eternal time. It's the backdrop on which linear time runs, okay? So in order to access the eternal now, you need to be in the present moment. Just because you're in the present moment doesn't mean you can get into the eternal now. It requires a certain frequency vibration, okay? So everything on spirit level works in the eternal now, or is in the eternal now. Animals are in the present moment. All the time as are things of the earth nature crystals water trees all that stuff rocks
Bring your attention to your xiphoid process, about three inches beneath it. We're going to reset and integrate your pain body because your pain body is memory. And if you run your pain body on the memories of what you were before the session, it runs counter to the new you. So just resetting your pain body and integrating it. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.